everybody jump, 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 jump. I said a hip, the hip, the hip, the hip, 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 you don't stop. Rap, 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 rap. I will definitely call you back later then. Come on, wrap it up. Big sharp it up. Okay, you don't wrap up the circle thing. Come on. Commissioner Parker, wrap it up, please. Okay. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. That's a that's a wrap. It is the end of the week here on the Pensacola Morning News. So I have a couple of friends here in studio with me, and we're gonna talk about the news of the week. And wherever the conversation goes, it goes. That's kinda always the way. I never know what's gonna happen. Uh, especially when I have Dana Cervantes on the air. Good morning. <laughs> no lie. You never know what's gonna happen. Just you can have don't. a plan, but that plan does not f- survive first contact. Let's I don't think that's my fault, though. Oh, well, fair enough. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> sure, gaslight me over your unpredictability. I love okay, it. Okay, I'll take that. Executive Director for USO Florida, recently promoted, by the way. Yay, yeah, congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And, uh, and they made that position for you, right? Basically? Uh, we realigned and uh, decided to make Florida... Uh, which was a three single. operations, one big operation. Um, so I actually had to interview for my job, which was a little bit scary. Um, but yeah, I was chosen about six weeks ago and uh, have been drinking from the fire hose, so to speak, <laughs> uh, ever since then. But we're coming around and it's it's uh, not as, um, it's a good, a smooth transition, a lot smoother than I thought, but it's it's coming around and tripled my team, tripled you know nice. the area. But uh, it, it's a good thing and I'm proud to, to represent Northwest Florida throughout the state and the USO for sure. You won Survivor Island USO yes, and here you are. So outstanding. Barely, yeah. uh, also also on the air we have Andy Terhar who's Vice President at Terhar Cronley Development Group. Andy, <laughs> welcome thank back. You, thank you. Former City it. Council member and Auburn fan War Eagle. Yes, War Eagle. Uh, we're not playing tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> we got a basketball game. So What's that? We got a basketball game tonight. Oh, so that's true. Know. Okay. Yeah, see, I'm Listen, I'm a one-sport Auburn fan. I'm a because I didn't go there. You went there. I went to the University of Illinois. I just adopted Auburn as football when I came here. Um, so I'm a I'm a transplant Auburn you fan as well. You yeah, as well. yeah. I did, but I didn't choose them for baseball or volleyball or basketball or anything else. Just just football. Uh, let's start there. Uh, college football playoff. They're now changing the structure of this. In two years, it's going to expand from the current four up to twelve teams. Uh, I am guessing, although I haven't, I guess officially seen this, that it's going to be a Top four get buys the first week, and the next eight play against each other to play against the top four. That would be the the way that would make sense to me. I'm assuming that's how it's going to be. But uh, thoughts on the expansion? So just just for the record, we know Andy is a uh, Auburn fan, mm-hmm. and um, you went to some school that's northwest of here somewhere or other. Right? Was, was okay, it Mississippi? It was the University of Arkansas. Andy. Oh, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Razorbacks through and through. <laughs> do the, do the call. Do, do the, the thing. thing. Ooh, pig Stewie! Nice. I love it. You got anything like that, Andy? No, no, we don't have anything. More eagle. That's all we got. Try harder, Andy. (laughs) All right. So nice. Okay. So uh, I don't know who wants to go first. I'll start with you, Dana. Uh, What do you think about the expansion to 12 teams? You excited about this? I mean, I'm not not excited. That's so yeah. I mean, so I powerful. I have not put a lot of thought into it. I just am like, okay, that's that's the thing. I think Andy probably has was probably more excited. He is dying to talk about it. I mean, I am super look how, excited. Look I mean, at you. You're a quivering mass of enthusiasm over here. I, I don't know why it took so long. I, mean, I know. You know it's, it's, <laughs> it's, they do it. They've been doing it in the FCS for decades now. So I don't know why it took so long to get to D- Division One. Are you know. excited? I, I really okay. genuinely am because I have thought this is the way it ought to be for a long time. I w- frankly, I would have been happy with eight. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, 12 is great. I'm not complaining. I, I frankly think 16 would be too many, mm-hmm. but I like the expansion to 12 because that still makes things like being the champion of the Big Ten or of the SEC important. But it also allows room for like, you know, Michigan plays Ohio State. One loses badly. Uh, but still, you know, that team could well still be in the top eight. You know, Alabama perennial contender for the title. They, you know, they might be in the top eight, even though they're not in the top four. You know, th- I, I like that. And I think it... We've got too much bubble boy complaining. You know, the team that was the fifth team, and they really have reason to complain, like the uh, couple of years ago when, you, you know, UCF, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't make it, but they were undefeated. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with teams that don't play in the Power Five, but they're undefeated, and they're clearly they're clearly good enough. I mean, I think they might have beat us that year in the they, bowl they game, did. which Just I don't want to talk you. about thank, too thank much. Thank no, thank sorry. Anyway, so, I mean, they clearly have the skills. I want to see more of that. I want I, I hate to see somebody eliminated who has – but I don't like seeing the – middle quality teams get into like the NCAA tournament and then yes I love the Cinderella but it's it's too much for football it's too much I mean this year actually would have worked out well for Tulane Tulane's number 12 right now in the ranking so they would have at least had a shot to go play somebody and you know if they win they keep moving on which is great and I'd like for see some schools that earn that that ability to do that I I love seeing them get more than just a bowl game slot because obviously there's so many bowl games and that's fine but you know incorporate the bowl game structure more into a playoff system you know and I know the Rose Bowl was one of the holdouts here because they've got you know TV contracts and all that but that's fine we we can work them into it as well so I I don't know I'm excited about it Uh, and also I the playoff structure we're all familiar with it we see it in baseball basketball NHL we see it in NFL obviously I I think it'll be good for the sport Uh, so since you don't have strong opinions about that it it (laughs) sounds to me like your strongly worded emails worked Oh yeah, You've no. I wish I'd sent some. I wish I wish I'd sent some at this point because then I could take the credit. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's how I. Do, that's how I do. Uh, one of the other things that we saw. Oh, do you guys want to talk about Kanye West, or would you rather not? <laughs> I mean, because I mean, talk about he's a spectacle. I, he's yeah. he's now saying things in favor of Hitler on the Alex Jones show, and as I said earlier. He goes on Alex Jones and makes makes Alex Jones look normal. <laughs> like, he makes him look like the sane one in the room. He's wearing a, a mask, and he's carrying a fly sw- or a, a net around, making fun of Benjamin Net and Yahoo with a fake... I mean, it's, it's full-blown nuts. Yeah, I always... You know, because he's always coming up. He's a good, great source of drama and, and conversation in the entertainment world. However, sometimes I feel bad about, like, dogging him too much, because I really believe you know that mental health issue is there and i think that he needs some help that he's not getting and you know i but spectacle is a great word andy that he definitely is a spectacle but i think it's by choice i think that's where he wants to be i think that's where he feels comfortable he's so he's playing like black trump now he's just you know finding a way to be at the center of the whatever i don't care how much nonsense i gotta throw out there to be at the center of it i'm gonna be at the center of it that's what i that's what i believe either that or he just does not have control over his his thoughts and actions right now yeah i think he's i think we're just watching a mental breakdown like i think so too it's just like you know it's such stuff to watch you know but but it is what he's saying is terrible but you know he's got he's got something going on and, and, and I share that going. same concern like is it at what point do you stop making fun of it and just say you know the man needs help yeah. you know I, and, yeah, and exactly. there, That's there, where I'm at. there's something to that or as one person texted me earlier in the day and said you know what maybe he's doing this deliberately to make anti-Semites look bad <laughs> Like reverse psychology. Yeah, like yeah, he's trying know. to he's trying to sh- brand shape them as look at all of us. This is who we really are, and so 
they even they would feel like I'm not sure I want to be with that guy anymore, and you know, jump ship to the being egalitarians. Probably I mean, not, but that might be a stretch. But <laughs> you never know. <laughs> People used to call him a genius, you know. You know. So. I, and look, uh, you know, most geniuses throughout history have been a little bit crazy or a lot crazy. You know, that's not uncommon. Eight forty six here on News Radio ninety two three. It's the wrap. Got Dana Cervantes, Nanny Trahar here in studio with me. Candy Cullerton has traffic on the fives. Good news is we're not showing any slowdowns or delays. Uh, Pace and Barranca is showing a, a slowdown actually, but other than that everything's fine 98 clear from navarra to gulf breeze into pensacola through mile bridge not showing any problems traffic tips text 437-1620 candy color to news radio 923 informative local dependable what's fun and happening in pensacola you'll find out as the city of pensacola parks and recreation department talks about it here pensacola expert panel Join us each month as we detail what's going on in your resource centers, parks, recreation programs, and the Community Maritime Park. It's a great month to get out and play Pensacola. Tune in this morning at 9.30. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you. And all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions. Plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. News Radio 92.3. Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, Brian Kilmeade, Dave Ramsey, Bobby Rossi, and Lars Larson. Informative, local, dependable. The thing is, Bob, it's not that I'm lazy. It's that I just don't care. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Good morning, 848 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. And uh, yeah, this week we lost Christine McVie. It was a big topic of discussion uh, the other day. You guys Fleetwood Mac fans particularly? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I'm a Fleetwood Mac, like, uh, I, but I didn't necessarily know all the people. You know, like some bands were like your band, you know, all the people, you know, everything about them. Fleetwood Mac was a little bit before me, just like maybe a couple of years. And so I knew the songs, but, you know, I mean, I knew Stevie Nicks. And beyond that, it wasn't like my band, you know? Yeah, it's my parents' band. Right. Oh, ouch. <laughs> well, you know, you were a kid, too. You That's weren't. Right. You got, can't tell me you weren't tuning in listening to Fleetwood Mac, that you were listening to it because your parents were. Yeah, no, I, I have several different influences who got me into different, like every different period for my musical knowledge was from somebody. Yeah. You know, like my stepdad got me into the uh, classic rock mm-hmm. and, you know, I had a, uh, um, uh, my dad didn't get me into music because he wasn't a music guy. My mom was classical in 60s, you know, 50s and 60s, the Beatles and that kind of stuff. So I uh, got those musical influences from, from all over the place. One of the stories this week, um, I don't know how much you've been following this, but the broadband decision that Escambia County is now going to be building a, a ring of broadband to bring it to a couple thousand homes in the north end that don't have access whatsoever although i mean they at least by land right they could do you know over a cell phone or they could do uh over something that you plug in your computer maybe something like that but the money is coming from american rescue plan so it's federal ferryless money um and it's six million dollars we're going to spend it's something like a 24 billion 24 million dollar overall price tag that we're going to do in parts it's not clear to me whether we're going to spend all of that eventually we didn't get infrastructure money is my understanding we didn't which would have gone for this um we also 
didn't go for the um, Inflation Reduction Act money. I don't know if there's any for there. Uh, there's a there's a state pot. We didn't go for that, but we are using it this way. When you look at a plan to spend six billion, six million. I keep saying billion, six million dollars of federal government money, but still, I mean, it's all our money. Could have been used for stormwater. Could have been used for septic to sewer, something like that. And it's going to give access, potentially access for maybe fifteen hundred dollars a home. Basically, is what it winds up calculating out to. Does that seem like a good use of public money to you, Andy? Well, it's always tough because sometimes, you know, people disagree on things. Those people who are going to get it, obviously, are going to be supportive of it. But I mean, you know, I think if you spread information to people and the more people can access information, the better. And so, you know, if it's federal, if it's federal money that that we're getting that someone else would get to do a similar project someplace else, but we can get it and use it for that. And I'm all for it. Well, what we've got is my understanding is we've got this much of the money and then we just have to make sure to use it according to whatever's allowable uses. So could be used for rural broadband, could be used for septic sewer, could be used for stormwater. Uh, it's, it's you know, American Rescue Plan is kind of COVID-related kinds of things, and all of those have some relationship to COVID. Uh, obviously, remote access for kids is kind of the theory behind the rural broadband. Dana, do you, well, does, it, does it seem like an appropriate use of funds? Okay, so I am somebody who does not have great internet service at my house. We just built in a new neighborhood, and we live in Milton, but uh, it's frustrating for us. I work primarily from home. I've got three kids that are gamers. You know, so it's the most frustrating thing in my life, I mean, right now, (laughs) is that we don't have great connection. Um, We're having to do, like, a... uh, hot some sort of hot spot this is my husband's area but you know I, all i know is i'm like is that working and he's like god so you know we it's a, it, i can see how it would be um you know earmarked for that if people are as if if you have as many people as frustrated as i am i mean like i feel like i could go to war over this sometimes I understand. you know it is very frustrating so. in, in in the modern environment if you mm-hmm. don't have it it's yeah. It feels like somebody's suffocating you. It fe- I mean, yeah. obviously it's a first world problem, but it's a sure. pretty visceral first world problem, especially when you got three kids complaining that the Wi-Fi is not getting to their room. You know, yeah, and, and they're, their mama. they're trying to play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch Netflix! Exactly. I mean, I stream everything. Plus, I'm trying to, you know... Be on social media. I'm trying to be on email, and it's just it's uh, it, and work and, yeah, work every well, once in a while. Work. Yeah, no, it's and it's um it's a it's a helpless feeling when you are not connected. So if, why isn't that true? Yeah, and then uh, forget about you know when kids were home and having to do school from from home. That's terrible. So or it was for me. I don't know. I can't speak for everybody. I hated every second of that. So, you know, I, I can relate. I, I think so not a not a staunch advocate for no. homeschooling at the Cervantes household. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no. I love teachers more than I ever have in my entire life because that I'm not made like that. You appreciate being able to have them do that task. Oh, I couldn't wait for schools to... I got gotcha. you. Take my child back from me. Oh, I, I do want to. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the summer phenomenon, right? Like by August, you're like, please, please, anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you're qualified or not. Just please I take love these him. young ones. Make no I love them so much when they're not here. It takes a special person to be a teacher it for does, sure. Right? It and, does. And people who, who homeschool their kids, they, they're they're special too because I couldn't do it either. No. Yeah, the, the, the parents that choose to to homeschool every single day, every single year, kudos. 
you're a different breed. That's my, that's my and wife. I my you. wife homeschools our kids. Oh, so, bless know. her heart. And yes. I would, I would, I would love to be able to say that I have been intimately involved in that. And you would think I would, I haven't. It's really been her doing it, so she gets all Good the for credit her. for that. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. she's fantastic. Um, oh, I don't want to go without mentioning this. USO's got uh, something tomorrow where you guys are going to run around the airport without without supervision. Oh, yeah, we're taking over right? a runway tomorrow. The the tenth annual. Runway 5K at Pensacola International Airport. They actually closed down one of the airports right at 10 o'clock. There's a 5K, and then we have the before and after event in a nearby parking lot. It's always a good time. I can't believe it's the 10th year. This is kind of my baby. I started with the with the USO 10 years ago, got right into the Runway 5K. Um, and, you know, there'll be eight 900 people out you know, tomorrow. And it, it's it's not too late to register. Today uh, is late registration. You can even register in the morning. A lot of people wait and are like, what's the weather going to be like before I decide to go out there? But it, it starts at 10 because I don't like early morning stuff. And it's over. <laughs> you'll be you'll be packed up and back in your car out of there by 1130. And it is fun. That's it's a that's, great way to see the runway. That's a funny comment coming from somebody who worked in morning radio for years that's and years. That's why I don't like Which Candy stuff. worked in morning radio and still does again for years <laughs> know, and years. And I'm the same ex-husband. way. Different taste of men. All, all of us uh, equally dislike being up in the morning, and yet here we are. I thought you were going to say Brent, <laughs> <laughs> which we don't. Andy, are you a runner? You, uh, I am not. No, you're I not a not runner. Run. No, me either. I, I, I think that it's. It. I think that it's wonderful that other people find that fun. And, and this is a great one because they come out and they either run, they walk, they have kids in strollers. Um, we have a rucking division where people p- pack up, you know, 40 pounds gotcha. of a backpack. Or we just have people that are spectators because it is cool to be out on the runway and watch these people. That'd be me. You know, just you know. watching other people exercise. And planes are flying over because the other runway is open. Okay, so they pick the one based on the wind that they're going to use and then the you weather, guys run on the other yeah, one. Usually okay. it's the same one. This year we had a construction, they're doing some construction, so we got moved around a little bit. But look, Is there alcohol? It's no, we don't okay. have alcohol. All right. We don't. It's you had me free, until just a moment free, ago. Free food, free you really drinks, had you know, me until a lots of ago. activity, live music. I'm not live music, a DJ. And uh, also, we will have our brand new Impact 100 gaming trailer oh, nice. set up on display. And we'll be doing a presentation with Impact tomorrow, too. So That's a fun. really cool thing, too, yeah, that gaming yeah. trailer for that impact provided for the USO yes right? the impact 100 uh, we got the grant we we got a, a, a pickup truck that's pulling a customized 20 um, foot trailer that's outfitted for uh, gaming and for program delivery to uh, service members that are cannot get to a brick and mortar USO we bring it to them we are meant to uh, to meet the service member where they are so that we can serve every single one no first of where. 20 such trailers I'm sure based on demand that, yeah because yeah, the military folks don't game though right <laughs> do they do anything? It is train and game, train and game, that's train it. and game, right? And that's, that's how they, they communicate with their families. Right. They're not calling. They're hopping on the game and playing with mom and dad and brother and sister and friends across, across the world. So, yeah, it's it's important. And the gaming center kicked it off, you know, in Eglin. And now we've got this trailer and uh, it's great. I love it. Hey, we're going to take another quick time out here. Let's get traffic on the fives with Candy Cullerton. And taking a look, it looks like uh, Pace and Barrancas have uh, cleared up, but now we're watching uh, another, it's not an incident, it's uh, very slow on Highway 90 northbound over the bridge from Pensacola into Pace. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. Candy Cullerton, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. All right, Andy, uh, I've got a question for you, specifically because you used to be on city council. But it's been now, what, four years, four, right? Because you years, left and yeah. Jared took your seat, right? No, uh, I can't remember. What district were you in? Three. You were in three. Okay, so that's, uh, oh, that's uh, Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Okay, so it's two years since you've been in. Yes, two years. Not that long. Okay. Um, So first question, do you still pay attention or are you like, 
I'm good. <laughs> Checked out. Yeah. The first year I didn't I didn't watch anything at all because I was just like I want to get away from it. Yeah. And, but then the last year or so, like I'll turn on the meetings every once in a while, or if there's a if there's an issue that I'm you know had interest in, I'll, I'll pay attention. But um, you know, I'm not planning on going there and speaking anytime soon. So when you watch the meetings, is it oh yeah or oh yeah? It's, it's, the, it's the latter. It's the latter <laughs> one. You don't say, miss I, it then. Say it, it feels like four years. I mean, it's okay. only been two, but it feels like it's been four years. Cause All right, yeah. Because I always wonder. You know, I think it's it's hard when you're in the middle of something like that and then you're not. And do you keep? following it or do you kind of like you know I, I was just always kind of curious uh, you know to what degree uh, and also thoughts about the transition we now have DC Reeves as the mayor uh, after four years of Mayor Robinson who you know I've said this before I thought he had was very good at transparency uh, made a lot of decisions in difficult cir- circumstances not all of which I agreed with a lot of which I did um, I, DC seems like a very different kind of personality to me certainly transparency focused but thoughts early on I'll be curious to see because I actually saw Grover last night at a function and was talking to him and, and you know our first strong mayor was Ashton and, and he had a certain way he ran things and, very and, certain and, and Grover was kind of the opposite of that and yep. so you know however the mayor decides to to move forward with their administration i think is really important i think dc is going to be a blend of those two things i hope because I, I think i think that that, mm-hmm. that ashton was good and i think grover was good but they had certain things that they did well and certain things they didn't do well so i mean you know i'm curious to see how dc does and there's some turnover on the council too which um right it's always good i think you know, you know keeping people there for a long time dana you said kind of you see that too yeah. somewhere in between i agree with andy for sure yeah i, 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 I see he's going to be a mix of the both i'd say ashton was a driver uh, uh, Grover was a consensus builder, and uh, DC is going to be somewhere in between. It would be my guess based on the early going. Well, thanks, guys, for stopping by. This is The Wrap. Uh, Andy Terhar, Dana Cervantes. Go Argos. We'll see you all on Monday. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.